That's weird. That's fucking weird. We should probably talk about it. There's a mystery here. Ooh. Ashley, it is spooky season. It's cooling down out here. My nails are painted black. Fuck. Are they really? Uh-huh. Mine are too. Oh. Manny twinsies. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is it really cooling down there? Like it's actually going to be fall in Los Angeles? It is. I mean, as as much as Los Angeles has a fall, yes. So far, <laughs> it is only like 80 degrees during the day. And at night, it's like 60. So progress. That is definitely progress. <laughs> it's damp as fuck here in Seattle. Pretty cold, actually. I'm jealous. It's the best. Fall in Seattle is the best. Yeah, I miss it. Sorry about it. I know, I know. It's fine. <laughs> you'll be here at the end of the month, and uh, you'll see exactly what it's like. I'm excited. I'll probably be happy that like I don't have to bring a rain jacket and like rain boots and stuff oh, <laughs> on yeah. that trip. <laughs> That's true. Uh, All you need fun. is a nice flannel. Just a, a nice flannel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, it is officially... October, officially fall. Spooky season is in full motherfucking force. The countdown to Halloween is on. This is like when we're in our prime. Yeah. Ah, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) I feel powerful. I feel happy for no reason. I feel like this is people just like normal, normal people during the rest of the year. (laughs) You're like, this is, is this, is this what people feel like just in general? Yikes. Just like enjoying things? Ew. Whoa. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> Bold move. Uh, Bold yeah, move. There's... Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Weird flex. <laughs> Just something about October does that for me. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it's fucking November, I'm out of uh, No, no thanks. Don't even try to talk to me. Oh, man. I just pretend that November is still October. That's a smart strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to try that this year. Yeah, just do that. Just pretend every day is October. What? Okay. Oh yeah, that maybe that'll be my new like mantra to get myself through life. Yeah. <laughs> Live every day like it's October. It's, <laughs> it's October somewhere, am I right? Oh my god, you're no, so right. No, that's not how that works. But yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's October somewhere. It's always October in your heart. It's spook o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> spook o'clock. <laughs> Perfect. Oh uh, god. Okay. Uh hi by the way, I'm Ashley. <laughs> I'm Christy. And this is That's Weird. That's right. Podcast about weird shit. Uh-huh. You listen to it. Hopefully you love it. Sometimes you leave us reviews. I have one to read you. (gasps) Yes. And I got to be honest, it's a little confusing. Okay. I can't uh, wait. It's from Ireland. It's from user Woodland5067. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Woodland. Okay. okay. And it says, fun podcast interesting and fun podcast with lots of facts and legends you might not have heard before that part great i love it very like straight into the point very official (laughs) and then it says the sisters are easy to listen to and the episodes are in bite-sized portions which is nice sometimes (laughs) (laughs) which is nice sometimes that's cute it is uh we're not sisters it's true uh, and our our episodes used to be bite sized. Uh, now they're long as fuck. We're pushing an hour pretty much every time. It's true. They must be early on. Maybe they mean like weird sisters. You know? Yeah. Okay. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm that's into how I'm. It. That's how I'm interpreting it. I love it. We had one one time that said, mentioned something about ugly twins, and I was like, Do people think that <laughs> in our cover art we're twins? And also rude. <laughs> They thought we were ugly twins? That's amazing. It said ugly twins are the creepiest. <laughs> oh, we you know what? We we do talk about twins a lot though. True. I mean We have more than one episode about creepy twins. That's the problem with these reviews. There's no context and I don't know who the people are that left them. I can't ask follow up questions. I can't reply. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, 
listen, neither do I, but I fully embrace being your ugly twin. So <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Woodland 5067 in Ireland for, again, that confusing review. We we appreciate them all. They they help us if you leave us a rating or a review or if you subscribe, it pushes us up the history chart on iTunes, which is cool. I love it. That's great. We'll take what we can get. And yes, this is a history podcast. <laughs> we do talk about old stuff a lot. We do. <laughs> Especially me. I, I'm always like, in the 1800s, a ghost. And that's all of my stories. Beautiful. Love it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we talk about, I feel like everything we talk about is like, well, in 1763 or in the 1930s, like nothing is, it's very rare that something is uh, new. We have too much technology to have weird stuff happen anymore. It's all murders and aliens now. Sad but true. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. I love that the Area 51 raid sort of happened. People showed up for that. But like 70 people showed up. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that was good. That's amazing. Yeah. I want to go to um the Mothman Festival next year in West Virginia. It looked super fun. It was um a couple weekends ago. Last weekend? I don't know. Oh, cute. Right? I would go. I would go, too. I want to go to the Mothman Festival. I want to go to Salem, Oregon for Halloween. I almost said Christmas because Halloween is our Christmas. <laughs> but you want to go to Salem, Oregon, not Salem, Massachusetts? Wait, did I say Salem, Oregon? <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that place. I want to go to Massachusetts. <laughs> there is a Halloween town in Oregon. But... What? I want to go there, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've changed my mind. Next year, we'll go on a weird road trip. It'll be great. Okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, so this is episode 92. Oh. And that means I go first. I'm going to tell you about an old-timey history thing, Christy. <gasps> yes. Ah, uh, yeah. How do you... Uh, just curious. How do you feel about animal attacks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm team human, but uh, if animals can't attack, they have every right to. We're terrible. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, you know what? I'll allow it. To be fair, if an animal's attacking you, uh, that's awful. You probably deserve it just for being human. (laughs) I mean, what did you do to that animal? That's always my first question. What did you do to that animal? Oh, cause global warming? Okay. Did you tear down their entire habitat to put your house on? Oh, okay. Probably. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, personally, I, I like animal attacks. I mean, obviously. <laughs> You're I'm team a- <laughs> animal all the way. Of course you do. I'm team animal to a messed up point where I'm like, you know what? I'm rooting for the animals on this. Yeah. I feel it. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm not right. There's something wrong with me. <laughs> uh, do you remember the show When Animals Attack? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. That was my favorite growing up. Oh, God. I loved it. It was the best. Oh, my God. I want to look for that on Amazon Prime later. I hope it's. I hope it exists. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. This is very much a team animal story. <laughs> uh, my topic for this episode is all about a man-eating animal that terrorized an entire province in France back in the 1700s. What? It's very spoopy. I love it. Oh, I hope you do. Uh, it's the beast of Gévaudan. <laughs> Ooh, girl, you and your French. That's literally the only... There's a lot of stuff that I just avoided putting in my notes. Because I was like, I'm not saying this person's name. I'm not saying that person's name. I'm not saying this town. <laughs> I learned the 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 how to say the uh, the town where it's happening, and that's it. That's all you're getting out of me. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So, yes, the beast of Gévaudan. It was maybe, possibly, a werewolf, and it killed somewhere between 100 and 300 people over the three years that it was actively hunting. That's too many. That's a shit ton of people. And, Christy, this is not a myth. This (gasps) is some real scary, weird history that happened. What? There were tons of written accounts Plenty of witnesses. This is in the motherfucking history books. Wow. I like it. <laughs> Great. I mean, I, off to a good start. I don't like that people are dying uh, in principle, but I like that it's happening. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I like that. It's, I like that it's a real story. Right. We're not in France in the 1700s being attacked by this thing. So we're like, I love this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. If it was happening now to us, we would be like, I hate this story. <laughs> right. It's kind of hypocritical or ironic or something that I love this. But if you try to show me a zombie movie or something, I get horrified and I can't do it. Like, that's my worst nightmare. Really? So I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that's about. Anyway, like I was saying, this is not a myth. Back to the topic. Good to know. Uh, Tons of written accounts, plenty of witnesses, blah, blah, blah. So the beast looked like a wolf or maybe like a dog-wolf hybrid. Mm -hmm. But it was said to be as big as a lion or an elephant, which are very different animals. Oh, those (laughs) those are two different sizes. Exactly. That's a that's mm. a range. That is a spectrum <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> it was somewhere between a lion and an elephant. Sure, why not? Okay. This was 1700s France. I don't think those people had ever seen a lion or an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless... I, yeah, no, they, I don't... They might have seen one or heard about them. They probably heard about them for sure. Uh, but they had seen motherfucking wolves, that's for sure. And this one was huge and mean. It had straight pointy ears, a big wide chest. Again, it was somewhere between a lion and an elephant in size. Of course. Uh, Are you sure this course. isn't just a bear? <laughs> what you're trying to describe. You're trying to describe it's like it's a, it's a, a lion, bear. but it's a little bigger, like almost an elephant, but not quite somewhere in the middle. But its teeth are pointy and it's fluffy like a bear. No, no, no. It's a whole other animal. Trust Girl, me. Do you mean a bear? Uh, yeah. Uh, now that you said that, I cannot help but laugh because I read like three articles, watched a fucking video. <laughs> no one ever brings up a bear as a possible explanation. No one ever is like, you know what's about in between the size um a bear? You're the first person I've heard mention a bear in this story. Incredible. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, do they have bears in France? I don't know. But if they had elephants in France, why not a bear? You know what I mean? Well, that just makes so... Anyway, (laughs) the internet. I don't even know. Um, (laughs) Maybe no one got these things right. I have no idea. Anyway, yeah. So this wolf was was huge. Possible wolf, possible bear. I don't know. Uh, It had a huge mouth filled with razor sharp teeth. And its fur varied from the color black to like a rusty red color. I assume this changed depending on how much blood it was covered in. Oh, no! Oh, my God. So spooky. It's motherfucking spooky season. Get hype. I love it. I am. We're talking about blood. Talking about blood. Talking about spooks. Probably talking about a bear. But it's fine. <laughs> that reminds me. I was randomly, I found this while I was looking up just random animal attacks that I wanted to read about. And I was reading about uh, what happened to, to Grizzly Man. That's some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. I love that. He totally deserves I mean, sorry if Christy, anybody like feels bad that. about it, but like if you fucking just walk around and fuck with wild bears and are like, yeah, this tinfoil hat will help me like you're gonna die i don't feel bad for him it was stupid i mean it was kind of inevitable for that dude he spent a lot of time with bears he truly loved the bears and he was good with them yeah uh but you're still hanging out with bears and yeah that's reading that story about what happened to him and his girlfriend no thank you yeah uh and that led me to one of like the only wolf attacks uh that has happened in the United States. Or not, no, it was in Canada. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Maybe it was North America. But it was like one of the only wolf attacks. They're very rare on people. Anyway, I won't go into that because that's not what we're talking about. But <laughs> it was spooky. Anyway, back to the beast. Oh, wow. Okay. <sighs> Getting here off go. track here. I know. Um, Pull it okay, together. So the, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> trying. <laughs> uh, the beast liked to pray on anyone who was out alone. It could be men, women, children. They all tasted the same to the beast. And it liked to tear its victims' throats out, sometimes even gnawing their heads off. Oh. It was real gross. Uh, The first recorded attack was in 1764, when a 14-year-old girl watching her sheep was killed near her village. And I think that's an interesting detail. 
It didn't attack a sheep. Just it a girl. Her. Yeah. <gasps> Man-eating beast. Uh, and I guess Gévaudan was kind of a weird place. Like it was super remote, surrounded by forest, isolated. Exactly the kind of place that would have a human-eating monster. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I mean... Kind of the perfect setting. It's basically the Beauty and the Beast area. Yeah. Oh, that was Belle. Oh. Right. <laughs> this is, I wonder, you know how like every uh, nursery rhyme or whatever has like a really fucked up origin story? Oh, yeah. It's horrifying. I wonder if this is what Beauty and the Beast is like. This is the horrific origin story. <laughs> mm-hmm, probably. That would be wild. There must be more than this provincial life. There isn't. You're going to die here. You're going to die here. You're going to die here. That's what happens to most people. <laughs> There's a man-eating wolf out. What are you doing? Guess who got off track again? <laughs> Pull it together. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. No, that was my fault. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. At the beginning of 1765, after many more attacks, Louis XV had to get involved and he swore that the French state would actually help find and kill this beast because it was literally terrorizing an entire province. Oh, my God. He sent professional wolf hunters to track down the animal, but they kept getting outsmarted by it or they would just kill other wolves thinking they caught the beast only to have another attack happen like right after. I would watch this movie. Right? 100%. So at this point, the attacks were being written about kind of like true crime news bits in the local newspapers. And at the time, it was a new type of reporting called fait divers. Sure. Uh, it's spelled F-A-I-T-S-D-I-V-E-R-S, but it's basically like true crime. Uh, and people loved it. It was like when everyone heard serial for the first time and then couldn't get enough true crime podcasts people fucking loved this story they wanted to read about all the attacks it was <laughs> like very much my shit but oh, yeah those people were also were just as fucked up as me which i enjoy i'm imagining just like ashley's ancestors just sitting <laughs> in a bordeaux in france just reading being like oh my god this is fucked up you guys you gotta read it it decapitated her <laughs> just like dropping gross details i wish i had just, like some drinking an espresso in and smoking in a salon just being like holy shit did you hear if they got another one? <laughs> oh my god uh i wish i wish that was where i come from mm -hmm. uh so it blew up the story became huge the beast turned into a national headline it was this big thing big affair uh it definitely put a lot of pressure on louis the 15th and all the hunters and the powers that be to catch this thing and end its fucking terror um a reward was even offered to whoever could kill the beast finally and it equaled a year's salary at the time which is a lot of fucking money Ooh, can I, is that still like on offer because <laughs> Uh, afraid, afraid not. Afraid uh, not. Okay. I wrote down big money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. That's amazing. I like. I write little notes for myself when yeah. I'm doing this. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I get to have fun too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, there was this badass woman or girl. I couldn't find out how old she was, but her name was Marie Jean 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 Jean. Sure. As in Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> Perfect. That's the only <laughs> French name I know. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. Uh, um, so the beast attacked her, but she managed to fend the thing off and she wounded it in the process. Like I said, badass. She was given the title Maiden of Gévaudan and there's a statue to honor her that's still standing today. Hell she yeah. Was so cool. But what's fucked up, and I forgot to text this to you, but I'm texting you a photo right now, Christy. Okay. That I need you to look at so that when I explain it to you, you will understand what I'm saying. Okay. Okay, I sent it. Um, so what's fucked up is there's a drawing depicting her fight with the beast, and it's very old-timey, 
and the beast is licking her head, which is kind of funny. But then for some reason, her boobs are out. Like, why is she fighting it with her boobs out? They're her party tits. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Why? Why were old timey? Why is old timey art so fucking weird? Because they didn't have regular porn. I guess they were like, I, I think to- that's I really think that's why. <laughs> oh, my God. The, whoever whoever the artist was was like, I have to do this. But like, <laughs> I'm going to make it my own. So I'm going to make her boobs out. That's so funny. Why? That's so stupid. Did you see it? Yeah, it adds nothing. No. It's so weird. It's so weird. And she's like, has a blanket? Or maybe that's like her skirt? I don't really know what's happening. I think that's her her little outfit. Oh, okay. But do you see how it's just like licking her head? Yeah, it's just like, yum. <laughs> yum. Tasty. Yum. I'm going to get you. It's just like, someone made the right decision by honoring her with a statue and someone did this <laughs> and they were not the same people <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway away from away from that uh yes old-timey art very weird anyway that was my favorite detail that i found not the boobs but like the maiden statue part it reminds me of um somebody posted uh a meme that was like a yes, witch yes. with her boobs out and it's just like <laughs> cauldron bubbling Pentagram drawn, titties out. <laughs> yes. She's like, that's me on Saturday night. I'm ready. <laughs> I love that meme. And that's another example of some weird fucking old timey art. What the I love fuck? It. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so I also enjoyed the fact that a lot of people thought the beast was a supernatural entity because it was killing so much and avoiding capture. And they said that it came back from the dead and now it could repel bullets with its fur. Ooh. Very spoopy. It was also rumored to walk on two legs and have fire for eyes. Real scary stuff. Fire for <laughs> eyes? Motherfucking fire eyes, Christy. All right. Well, that's definitely not a bear. Uh-oh. <laughs> now we're back to wolf I, I know what bear's eyes look like, so. Oh, okay. They're cool. not made of fire. They're made of eyes. I'm pretty they're, sure. <laughs> they're just like regular eyes. I don't know. They're just like their eyes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They're just eyes. I don't know why we're. I can't stop saying eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. We're on um, drugs in this episode. We are. We are on drugs. Okay. We got hangover brain. That's what. That's a. It's a wine hangover brain. Make sure. Anyway, I just there's something just intrinsically wrong with me. I think it's fine. That's that, I, that's kind of the most reasonable explanation. We're just we're not right. We've been saying this from day one. <laughs> we're not right. We're OK, but we're not right. We're not right. We're not right about things. And we're not right, like emotionally or mentally. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Oh, my God. The beast. <laughs> fine. Uh so yeah, they said it came back from the fucking dead and that like they had tried to shoot it and the bullets would just bounce off, which is pretty scary. Uh, despite being a terrifying legend, the beast was real and could actually be killed. And it was finally taken down on June 19th, 1767. What? Ah, yes. They got him? They got him. What was he? A wolf. What? <laughs> No, I, I, well, I'll tell, I'll hold on, okay, hold on, Christy. Please, I can't wait. So, all the fancy hunters couldn't kill the beast, but a local farmer managed to do it. His name was Gene Chastel. I'm not going to do a French accent for that one. I'm sorry. Apparently, he owned a lot of really big dogs, like mastiffs. And it was rumored that maybe Gene had bred this mutant wolf dog creature beast with one of his huge ass dogs and like trained it to attack people that's spooky and i love that it's also kind of rude trying to blame the guy who actually killed it that's true (laughs) they're like well he could only kill it because he created it (laughs) like what yikes uh but they know that they got the right wolf creature this time because they like well not an autopsy but they like you know cut open it's stomach and there was a human there are human <gasps> remains in Yikes. its stomach so yes 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 uh and this story is possibly responsible for the lore about werewolves being 
vulnerable to silver bullets, which is cool because Gene killed the beast with a special bullet that he had made out of silver. What? Yep. I love that. Very cool stuff. I can't believe it's real. It is. Ah! If you believe all the other history books, you got to believe this one. Wow. Uh, it. <laughs> I mean, sure. Wow. But yeah, it was never determined what the beast actually was. Werewolf, regular wolf, dog wolf hybrid, part lion, part... The, the dog from Sandlot. Of course. Correct. <laughs> uh, some kind of Cujo. I don't know. Uh, or maybe a bear, possibly. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. No one could tell. The most logical explanation was that Gévaudan had a whole pack of wolves, basically a wolf infestation at the time. And it wasn't just one animal attacking the locals, but a bunch. Maybe the wolves even outnumbered the humans, kind of making people an official food source for those fuzzy critters. Or maybe there were, I mean, it could have been like a pack of wolves and maybe they were rabid or they went a little nuts or one of them attacked a human and and it was like the alpha or whatever and and then that one told the other ones like hey we're attacking humans now it's cool i i don't know it's all it's still a mystery but the attacks did stop after they or after gene killed that final wolf with a silver bullet all right so At, at least either that was the guy or they scared enough of them yeah, I mean, true. They were killing a bunch thinking like, I got it. I got the wolf. And it was just a fucking regular wolf. It wasn't the evil beast. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the uh, mostly true story and possible origin story of werewolves. Um, it's the beast of J. Voudon. Ta-da! Ta-da! I would watch that I, movie. Me too. That was a struggle to get through, I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so many tangents. We'll see how many make it in the final version of this episode. (laughs) Let's see what makes the cut. (laughs) Um, all right. Well, I don't remember if I told you what my mine was last week, but this is my alternate that I have researched. Mm, Okay. Because you thought just in case I thought that we had really covered Agatha Christie before but Mm. we didn't so I did it and you're gonna love this one we both did ones (laughs) that the other one would love uh this is the son of Sam whoa you're doing the son of Sam like murders Uh uh-huh damn girl so I have a big list of them I mean listen as always, this was pretty poorly researched, but I did watch a pretty good video on it as well that I'm going to link in the the um, show notes. Yep, show notes. Okay, so this is a guy. Uh, we they caught him, uh, so we know lots of shit about him because uh, he's like still alive, and I think it's I think he's the this new season of um, Mindhunter actually. Yes, yes, yes. They, I don't know if it's, it's probably some prosthetics, but like the actor that plays him in Mindhunter looks exactly like him. And yeah, they must have done some crazy makeup work. Oh yeah. He clearly looks like he's got like crazy amounts of makeup, but he does look like so good. Like just exactly like it. Their casting is incredible. Yeah. All right. So son of Sam, his real name is David Berkowitz. Um, We've talked about this before, just like a real typical serial killer's upbringing. He, uh, (laughs) his mom was poor and she had an affair with a married guy. And then, so then she gave him up for adoption. And then his adopted parents changed his name to their name. Uh, They switched his first name. So his name was like Richard David. Falco or something, um, but then they switched it to David Richard Berkowitz. Um, and it sounds like actually his parents, his adopted parents, were pretty nice, but he was just a piece of shit growing up. Like he had, he was smarter than average. He had behavioral issues. He uh, would light things on fire, have like issues with pyromania, stuff like that. They took him to psychologists and like tried their best, but like he's just, you know. I don't know. A, just a serial killer in the making. Just just yeah. checking off all those boxes. You're right. Yeah. One of the things uh, that I read was that he uh, he heard it. He 
he hurt animals. I don't think hurt it is an actual <laughs> no. way to say. Th- I almost said he hurted animals. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so dumb. Oh, my God. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Uh- <laughs> I hate that he hurt animals. That's my, that's my least favorite serial killer growing up trait. Oh, me too. Yeah. So he hurt animals and lit shit on fire. And uh, one explanation or possible explanation, I think that somebody got a quote on it, was that he started uh, hurting women because like he was basically like a proto incel and just like was like me. People won't date me. Although later there's a later explanation for his behavior. Um which I'll get into, but first, let's just dive right into the the timeline of the murders. Uh, so it starts in well, there's a actually before all of this, there's a stabbing which he is linked to, um, but I don't know if it's ever been confirmed. Uh, but then after that, uh, July 29th, nineteen seventy six. This is when it starts. Donna Loria and Jody Valenti are sitting in their car in the Bronx. And he pulls out a gun and just opens fire at them. Um, So uh, Donna dies. Um, She's killed like immediately. And Jody lives and she's able to describe him. Uh, A white male in his 30s with a fair complexion, about five feet, nine inches tall, weighing about 160 pounds. His hair was short, dark and curly in a mod style, which is... If you've seen the picture of this guy, that's him. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. That sounds about right. Later, another uh, similar circumstance, but they're not tied together yet. Carl De Niro and Rosemary Keenan, they're sitting in their car. Um, a notable trait, Carl had shoulder-length brown hair, as did Rosemary, as did Donna and Jody, And he opened fire at them in their car. They both survived, but um, as soon as they were getting shot at, Carl just like sped off to go get help. He had to have a a metal plate put in his head because he got shot in the head. Oh, my God. Yeah. Donna DeMassi and Joanne Lomino, again, two teenage girls, long brown hair. I don't know. I don't know if they were in a car this time or not, but basically what he does is he takes his gun it's a 44 caliber that's notable that'll be notable later because it's the same for every um person uh and then he just open fires opens fire on them and then runs away there's multiple accounts in every situation of people being like oh yeah i saw a guy like that just like waiting around or oh i bumped into a dude like that uh shortly after that's supposed to have happened like around the corner yikes so i don't know how the fuck they didn't like catch this guy <laughs> that was continued to be anyway um okay so those girls lived but joanne was rendered paraplegic the other girl survived um and was fine and then another a couple uh christian frund and john deal this is january 1977 so he's been at this for half a year at least um they're sitting in their car Christine was injured and later died. John, it's another situation where the guy, like, they noticed somebody was shooting at him, took off, got them to the hospital, but it wasn't good enough, uh, and she died. This was finally the case when police started putting them all together. So they finally, like, labeled him as the forty-four caliber killer, basically. Then in Which March... Which is interesting, sorry. Just oh. the, they never... I feel like no one ever calls him that now. We all just call him the son of Sam. But he had like another name, the 44 caliber killer. Yeah, it was just the 44 caliber killer. He would go, he would find people, a couple of young girls with brown hair um, and just shoot at them. Like it's like it's it's literally like the way people do it now, where it's just like mass shootings where people just like they just find a target that for some reason they have an issue with and just open fire and run away. Right, it's, it's but horrible. this is just isolated, like two people at a time, um, months apart. So he just keeps doing this because he's never caught in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with the same forty-four caliber gun. Uh, in March, 
of 77. Virginia Voskerichin. This one's sadder because it's just a just one girl, another brown haired young girl. She's walking home from college and she he shoots her and kills her, of course. Um, this is finally when like the media picks it up and they make a huge fucking deal out of it. Like everybody's talking about it, everybody's terrified uh of the forty four caliber killer. And then so this is in March, and then in April, another couple. Alexander Esso and Valentina Suriani, uh, killed in their car. Both of them die. And this time, a letter was left behind at the scene. This is, this is where the Son of Sam starts. Like, this is when people start calling him the Son of Sam. Okay. Because they finally linked all of these murders together, and the media is, like, hella into it, and it's everywhere. And so now, like, I kind of feel like it sounds like he was just doing this, and then he realized, like, oh, I'm getting attention. Now I'm just going to be a piece of shit and, like, play with people and write these creepy letters and leave them behind as well. Oof, of course. You know, like, as soon as as the media picks it up, suddenly he's, like, doing letters. This is very, like, Zodiac-esque. Yeah, and you can see the, the... handwriting is just like blocky and it's it's just so like stupid and cringy anyway i'm gonna read (laughs) i'm gonna read the letter um because this is the first letter that they find and just sort of like the persona that he's trying to present i guess um when uh when people start calling him the son of Sam and like, and, and why also. So like there's kind of a Satan worshiping element that he claims as part of it. And so I, I didn't actually read all of this myself yet. Um, but I want to see if it's like, um, if that influence is in there or if later he's just like, Oh yeah, it was Satan. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so he says the letter that they find that they find says, I'm deeply hurt by your calling me a woman hater. I am not, but I am a monster. I am the son of Sam. I am a little brat. When father Sam gets drunk, he gets mean. He beats his family. Sometimes he ties me up to the back of the house. Other times he locks me in the garage. Sam loves to drink blood. Go out and kill commands. Father Sam behind our house. Some rest. Oh, behind our house, some rest, mostly young, raped and slaughtered, their blood drained, just bones now. Papa Sam keeps me locked in the attic, too. I can't get out, but I look out the attic window and watch the world go by. I feel like an outsider. I am on a different wavelength than anybody else. Programmed to kill. However, to stop me, you must kill me. Attention all police. Shoot me first. Shoot to kill or else. Keep out of my way or you will die. Papa Sam is old now. He needs some blood to preserve his youth. He has had too many heart attacks. Too many heart attacks. Ugh me hoot. It hurts, sonny boy. I think it's supposed to be... Like in a Scottish accent that he's writing this. Also, it's just fucking littered with grammatical and spelling errors anyway he says he continues i miss my pretty princess most of all she's resting in our lady's house but i'll see her soon i am the monster beelzebub the chubby behemoth i love to hunt right what (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry just it's the chubby behemoth i love the chubby behemoth but yeah that's just i can't i can't just like What's the chubby behemoth? It's what I call my dick. Like, that's the kind of thing that I think of with this. It's the worst. I love to hunt, he says, prowling the streets looking for fair game. Tasty meat. The women of queens are the prettiest of all. I must be the water. It must be the water they drink. I live for the hunt. My life. Blood for Papa. Mr. Borelli, sir. I don't want to kill anymore. No, sir. No more. But I must. Honor thy father. I want to make love to the world. I love people. I don't belong on earth. Return me to Yahoo's. To the people of Queens, I love you. And I want to wish all of you a happy Easter. May God bless you in this life and in the next. For now, I say goodbye and goodnight. Please, let me haunt you with these words. I'll be back. I'll be back. To be interpreted as bang, 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 ugh, yours and murder, Mr. Monster. <laughs> Jesus I'm sorry. Christ. It's just so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's just like it's nonsense. It's and- nonsense. It's non it's nonsense of some like 
douchey dude being like, I'm going to be edgy. Like, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. I mean, he sounds not well mentally. Of course not. Ashley, he's been murdering people. Right, right. (laughs) Some people just like to murder people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, just so he starts leaving these kind of letters places. And um, so he gets the moniker of Son of Sam, of course. And um, people, you know, continue to flip their shit about this. There's a lot of, like, media and press around it. He sends a letter or someone sends a letter similar to that um, in May to the Daily News columnist Jimmy Breslin, um, which is, yeah, pretty much the same kind of, you know, message, just dumb. I'm going to kill people. You'll have to kill me to stop me. Bullshit. Anyway, uh there's more people that continue to get killed. Jesus. Uh, the last couple, Sal Lupo and Judy Placido, they survive. And um, Lupo mentions to the police that they had just been talking about the Son of Sam stuff. And then they got attacked by him. Yikes. Which is... That's the worst. Yeah, that's a big yikes. And then the last one... Stacy Moskowitz and Robert Violante. Robert lost an eye and like the other one was severely damaged. Stacy dies. Stacy is blonde, which is different. Uh for the most of the people that he's hurting are either couples or women with long brown hair. Um and so I watched this video that's like um, some of it is an interview with Robert and some of it is an interview with the guy, the son of Sam guy. And uh, so like, it's just wild. So I'm going to post this video in the show notes, a quote from the, from Robert. He said, because everybody already knows that this guy is out here shooting like brown haired women. His mom said, be careful tonight. And he said, he told his mom, don't worry, mom. I'm going out with a blonde tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> and she got murdered, Ashley. Fuck. I know. This That's... is I like I extra hate the irony in these things. Well, yeah, that's kind of like a creepy element, like the people that were talking about it and then they got shot and then like just saying like, oh, don't worry, I'm going out with a blonde. And then, then suddenly he's like, I'm going to kill a blonde tonight. <laughs> Right? Oh, that's, my God. That's, I mean, like, what a horrible coincidence is. Yeah. Uh, so he finally gets captured because the night that he was murdering um, Stacy Moskowitz, his car got a parking ticket. <laughs> I love that that's how they got him. Yeah. So they find, they were able to track down his car and link it to him, and and in the car was, like, more Son of Sam-like notes, and also, like, a paper bag containing a forty-four caliber Bulldog revolver, uh, and so they finally tracked him down, and uh, he said he was... Okay, there's an exchange on Wikipedia. I'm just going to read it. So the detective that tracked him down, he says, now that I've got you, who have I got? David Berkowitz says, you know. And the detective says, no, I don't. You tell me. And so he says, I'm Sam. And the detective says, you're Sam. Sam who? And the David Berkowitz just says, Sam, David Berkowitz. That's, and he's just like, that's apparently what he, the exchange was when they caught him. And he was like, it's me. It me. Interesting. A that monster. He calls himself Sam, but he's yeah. the son of Sam. I don't, whatever. I mean, I'm trying to make sense of something that there is no sense to. You can't. It's stupid. I think right. he did it. I think he did that just because he was getting attention just to be edgy. Right. Yeah. So he confesses. He says that the Sam mentioned in the first letter was his former neighbor, Sam Carr. And he says that his neighbor's black Labrador retriever, Harvey, was possessed by an ancient demon and that it issued irresistible commands that Berkowitz has to kill people. <laughs> That's my favorite detail, obviously. Of course. I was hoping you were going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's, um... That had to have been a first for the cops. Like, 
Why did yeah, you do this? Yeah, like, okay, what? I'm like, well, a demon dog commanded me to kill these people. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, later on, like in in 79, there's a press conference and he said that the demonic possession claims were a hoax, that he's been working with a psychiatrist and that he was just sort of murdering people to get revenge on a world that he felt had rejected and hurt him, which typical fucking anyway. Yeah, that's um, some normal white dude shit. Normal white dude shit. When he's in prison, he's, you know continuing to be a piece of shit he's uh he converts to christianity he claims that uh he was part of a satanic cult kind of he he claims that he or he like after he gets into prison basically he starts saying that he had joined a satanic cult in the spring of 1975. And he tried to blame it on the cult? Yeah, pretty much. He just, like, basically, he's just got this pattern of just continually revising his uh, explanation for why he did that. But And in the video, he just still is like, well, you know, I was um, influenced by, by Satan. I, I was worshiping Satan in a satanic cult and uh, he just, and he, it's just infuriating because he just, he will not take responsibility. He's just like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't me. I would, would never do that on purpose, but like it was the whole satanic cult thing, uh, which is dumb. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much it. Obviously it's like a huge, media thing it's a huge story part of it i think is because of the craziness of like i don't remember when satanic panic really started but like he murders all these people at the tail end of the 70s and like then like at the beginning of the 80s and through the 90s he's just in prison claiming that all of his murders were a result of a satanic cult or a demon possession or, you know, whatever he chooses that day. So I don't know if that is related to that or that was part of why that blew up, but, um, I'm sure it didn't help. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't help. Yeah. It was all um, over the news. There's now a law in America called the son of Sam law because it was such a big deal in the media that, Basically, there was speculation about publishers offering him money for his story. So um, legislation was passed, basically, that prevented convicted criminals and relatives from making any financial profit from books, movies, or enterprises related to the stories of their crimes. Wow. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. So New York State legislature passed this like immediately because there was a lot of speculation that he was going to make a lot of money from his crimes and you can see why um maybe you don't want to encourage people like yeah i mean like listen um whatever crime you do do whatever you want worst case scenario you'll end up in prison you can write a book you can make a lot of money when you get out on parole you'll be rich right right or whatever apparently though the u.s supreme court struck down that law for violating the First Amendment rights of free expression in 1991. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, a lot of, um, you know, murderers and, and, like, these people that commit these big crimes that are in the news or famous or whatever, I feel like a lot of them write books or they, or they sell their story to some exclusive. So I was surprised mm -hmm. to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. So apparent, apparently there's, there's been a constitutionally revised version of the law and similar laws have also been enacted in 41 States and at the federal level. So there's some element of it that survives, mm, Okay. but yeah, it is interesting to think because the thing that comes to mind immediately is the Wolf of wall street guy who yeah. just wrote a book and, that got turned into a movie and I'm sure is just wildly rich from that. Mm -hmm. And it's all about the crimes that he did. So I don't know, like maybe there's a way to get around it or maybe it depends on like if you're, 
in there for forever because you murdered somebody or if it's a violent crime you're not allowed to i don't really know because yeah. there's 41 states and a federal law that have a diff have different versions of it and it doesn't really go into that but yeah it's interesting to think about and and it did like it lasted like he was put in prison in the late 70s and then it was finally struck down in 1991 so it lasted for a little bit as a real law in new york interesting That's and something. then it expanded in some other it survived in some way but yeah i think that's interesting um that's i i wasn't super familiar with the actual story about son of sam but i was familiar with the concept of that law oh okay that's what that's what i associate with son of sam is just like oh yeah i remember that guy who was just like so crazy about his uh serial killing that he wanted to write a book about it and get rich but like they had to make a law so that he couldn't Oh, funny. I had never, yeah, I'd never heard of that, even though I've heard, like, obviously, people talk about the Son of Sam murders. Huh. All I remember is the demon dog. <laughs> I mean, the demon dog is a pretty good detail. It's a fantastic detail. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I like that. <laughs> uh, I know you don't listen to them anymore, but I love I love my favorite murder. That was like our favorite podcast that got us excited to make a podcast. And um, now they cover weird shit, quote unquote weird shit, and now we cover <laughs> murder. So we're just switching. <laughs> we're just, you know, total reversal of roles. It's fine. It's fine. It's all come full circle. <laughs> yeah, I never do listen. I, you know what it is? Is I just don't. Uh, I don't have time to sit at a computer and just listen to people talk about murder all day anymore, which is a real shame. Yeah, that was the best part of our job. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did realize today, I still have you in my phone as Ashley, parentheses, work. <laughs> I don't know if I even know other Ashleys. So rude. So rude. <laughs> and even if I did, like, you're obviously the most important one. <laughs> well, if you, if you, I mean, the podcast is work, so <laughs> that makes there sense, go, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I do appreciate that you don't know any other Ashleys. I like that. <laughs> You're like, phew, for once, I'm unique. Literally for once. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened before. It'll never happen again. Pretty much. So that's my that's my thing. Okay. I did it. You did it. Good job. Uh, I have a Halloween-related weird fact for you to kick off October. Yes. It's not that good, but it's... <laughs> I'm, I, I'm still excited for it. It's candy corn was not originally called candy corn, Christy. It was called chicken feed. <laughs> what? Oh, that's cute. I like that better. It is cute. And it does kind of look like uh, when you throw some feed out for chickens. Yeah, because chicken feed is sometimes corn. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's so cute. Okay, I'll accept it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's it. That's episode 92. You can find our show notes at thatsweird.org. That's where we put links and videos that we use, like our mm -hmm. sources and stuff. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at That's Weirdcast. You can like our Facebook page or join our Facebook group, which is super fun. You can buy pins and buttons and totes. We've got all the links in our episode description. You can send us an email to that'sweirdcast at gmail.com. You can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash that's weird. So many things. So uh, many. So, so many. So and many. please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and stay weird, you guys. Hell yeah. Good fucking bye. Bye. <laughs>